0: I remember one year when I was a student, I was a Bachar in yeshiva, and it was the 19th of Elul, and the rebbe began a sicha after Ma'ariv, began talking, which was somewhat of a surprise because the 19th of Elul um, is no no special date that we knew of, so the rebbe began and says tonight is the 19th of Elul, and what's the significance of this day? That it's the day following Chai Elul, the 18th of Elul which is a you know big date in Lubavitch. It's the birthday of the Baal Shemteh, the Alter Rebbe. So he said that on the 19th of El is when we're able to judge if the 18th of El had the positive effects. Because the 18th of El is a day of inspiration and for bringing and so on and so forth. And the only way to know if, uh, if it had an effect is looking the next day, which is a regular day, an ordinary day, and seeing if we were able to carry that inspiration into the regular days that follow. And I always remember that always the day after Yom Tov. So today is the day after Shavuos, the great Yom Tov, where we receive the Torah. Um, And today is the day that we are able to see, okay, so did Shavuos accomplish something? Are we able to take something from it? And of course, it's not too late to make sure that it does. Um, At one of our Yom Tov meals, someone posed the question that in the davening, this is called Zman Matan Torah Seinu, the day where Hashem gave us the Torah. And yet when we... Uh, you know, when we greet each other on Shavuos, we say you should have kabbalas satira beSimcha is to receive the Torah in happiness and internally. Um, so, is it is the day of Matan Torah, the giving of Torah, or is the day of kabbalas haTorah, the reception of Torah, the receiving of Torah? And obviously, it's a rhetorical question. They're both true. Hashem on His end gives us the Torah. Gave it to us once and gives us to us every year again. It's up to us to be the receivers, the the ones that should actually receive it, accept it in an internal way, in a way that this following year will be more uh, filled with the study of Torah and internalizing it and making us again happier and better people. Um, a quick word in relating that to this week's Parsha, of course, that we go straight from Shavuos and to Friday, which is Erev Shabbos, and we're already on the next uh, preparing for Shabbos. So this week's uh, Parsha is parshas Nasay. <coughs> it begins, Nasai Esrej Bnei Gershon Gam Heim. We're really in the middle of the counting of the tribe of Levi. Um, the tribe of Levi in the Torah is divided into three families, uh, Gershon, Kahas, and Mirori. These are the three families of which the tribe is made up of. And each one of them had a different job um, as far as carrying the Mishkan. We know that the Jewish people are going to wander in the desert for 40 years. And throughout that time, the center of Kal Yisrael, literally the center of the way they all lived, but also what was the center point was the Mishkan, um, which was the tabernacle where you had the Oran and you had the Shekhinah, and the Divine Presence rested that was the, the, um, in the Mishkan. And it was the, the men of the tribe of Levi, which was the holiest of the tribes, and it was their mission, their job, and their schus to be ones who carried the Mishkan from place to place. And you had uh, Kahas, which was the holiest of the families of Levi, and they carried the Aron and the Mizbeach, and the Menorah, the holiest parts of the Mishkan. You had the, the family of Gershon, and they carried the various curtains and tapestries um, that was on top of the Mishkan, that was in the doorways of the Mishkan, and so on and so forth. And then you had Mirari, that they did, they did the heavy work. They carried the actual walls, the Krushim, which were the planks, and the Adanim, which were the copper sockets um, on which the Mishkan stood. So these are the three families of Gershon, Kahus, and Mirari, and they were counted um, individually. So on the end of last week's Parsha, on the end of Ba'midbar, the family of Kahus was counted. Uh, at the beginning of this Parsha says, Nasi um, uplift also the heads of count, the family of Gershon as well. And then the next section is where the family of Mirari is counted as well. So this is a story, something that happened a long time ago. It's a counting that happened only one time. And we know that everything in Tehra is eternal and everlasting as far as the lessons and the implications that it can have for us nowadays. So what's the story of counting and attributing this significance to Gershon, Kahas, and Mirari? So, really, the story of the Jewish people traveling in the desert, Hasidus tells us the story of us traveling through life. A desert re- represents a place that on its own is a lifeless type of place. There's no water, there's no, uh, you know, live vegetation, a place where people can't really live in a civilized way. And yet, um, the Jewish people spent their first 40 years as a nation in a desert, and they spent it there with a Mishkan, with the Holiest and the Holy of Holies, bringing Kedusha, bringing life to a place that's lifeless on its own. And again, that's the first 40 years of our being. And that's so indicative of what we are so often doing during our life. Because we're in places that are lifeless as far as Yiddishkeit is concerned, as far as godliness is concerned, as far as Torah Mitzvahs are concerned. Um, places that might be very negative in their external appearances. And it's our mission and our merit going through life, bringing, just like the tribe of Levine, just like the Jewish people, carrying the Torah, carrying godliness, carrying goodness, kindness, holiness, into places that are void of that on their own, and we forge ahead and we bring it into those areas. And Hashem counts us, in a sense, giving us the strength, giving us the abilities, that not only should we not be affected negatively by the desert around us, where we may find ourselves, but that we have the ability of transformation, and of bringing goodness and holiness there. Now, in our job as the tribe of Levi, um, Rambam writes that every Jew is really can be part of that tribe of Levi of bringing holiness to the world. In that job of ours, there's three families. There's Gershon, there's Kahos, and there's Merari. Kahos is carrying the holiest, uh, the holiest aspects of our Avodah bringing it into the world. And that represents the Torah that we just received. We just received the Torah of Sinai, when he is able to study Torah and learn Torah and, and teach it around him and spread it around him. So that's like the tribe of Kahos who's carrying the actual aron, the aron the luchos, the holiest parts of the, of, um, of the mishkan, and that's our again our mission and our s'chus to carry the Torah into the world that we go into. Um, Gershon um, didn't carry the holiest parts, but they carried also very significant parts. They carried, as I said, the curtains and the uh, tapestries of the mishkan, and that represents mitzvahs, the performance of mitzvahs. Um, as far as when we learn Torah, we seem to be, you know, we're the level of holiness is the greatest. We're connecting to Hashem Himself through His wisdom. And then there's the actual performance of, of the daily mitzvahs. Mitzvahs are performed um, with more physical things, whether it's eating or drinking and so on and so forth, like brachas, lighting a candle, Um putting on tefillin for a man, and so on, asher, of matzah, whatever mitzvah that comes to our hand, that's mitzvahs that we bring into the world around us, and that's what Gershon represents. And then there is ultimately bringing godliness into the most mundane parts of our life, not study Torah, not mitzvahs, the basic mundane day-to-day, as the Mishnah says in Pirkei Avos, kol masecha shamaim, that a truly spiritual person is able to bring spirituality and holiness and meaningfulness into the most mundane actions. Everything that one does is able to become part of making this world a better and holier place. And that's what mirari represents. Mirari literally means mar. The word mar means bitter. It's not sweet. It's not holy. It's not clearly holy. It's it's bitterness as far as godliness um, seems. Because it's not, it's not a holy event. It's just something that even animals do or definitely all people do, not necessarily spir- spiritual. And yet we have the ability of transforming that again as well. And that's the three parts of our Avodah, Torah, mitzvahs, and everything else everything that we're able to do. And what's interesting is that the foundation actually turns out to be mirari. They're the ones who carry the actual walls of the mishkan, the sockets on which the mishkan stands. Because the vast majority of our daytime and our nighttime or our lifetime is not involved in activities that are directly holy, but rather it's the basic Being a human being and acting like a human being and working and socializing and exercising and eating and drinking and sleeping, all these physical things that really every animal does as well, and for sure other people, and yet to be able to imbue them with holiness as well. This is Gershon, Kahos, and Mirari, and Hashem counts each one of them individually and gives us the ability to succeed in every step of bringing Kedusha into a world that otherwise seems lifeless and making it a life-filled place. Through the Torah that Hashem just gave us yesterday and shvuas once again. Have a wonderful Shabbos.